Thank you, guys. Awesome. Well, we're going to, hey, yeah, y'all can, we're, we're a clapping group. Thank you for sharing. Hey, before we break up into groups, there's just a, a little bit of, uh, it's kind of like a toolbox I wanted to give you. I'm not going to go through this this whole sheet, but on the middle of your table, I've, I've kind of put together a prayer and mission toolbox that you can have. It's got some like acronyms, if you like those, that help you remember like kind of how to get a foundation for praying on your own. That might be a new thing for you. Um, and so one of the awesome things that Jesus calls us to be a part of is what Hunter Michaela said, is to go and make disciples. The Great Commission is to go into all nations. All people are loved by God. And what Jesus did is for everyone. And, and the way that they learn about that is by sending his followers out to share that good news and invite them to become his followers too. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I commanded. And Jesus said, surely I'll be with you always to the very end of the age. He didn't just leave us on our own to go do this mission. He gives us the Holy Spirit. And in Acts 1.8, it says, you will, when, when you receive my spirit, you'll receive power. And you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria to the ends of the earth. So when we receive the Holy Spirit by faith in Jesus, we find a power to share about what he's done in our life that saved us. We find a reason for the hope that we have that we want other people to know. That we, we, There's like this impulse inside of us to not keep it to ourselves. And we become a part of the story of helping other people become a part of the good news. And Satan always wants to make it more complicated or keep us from doing that. And one of the ways that we grow in finding our place in the story is through prayer, learning to depend on God through prayer. And prayer is not something that's meant to be complicated. It's a simple conversation between you and God. And this passage you're going to be looking at tonight, it kind of teaches us how to go about our mission. And the first thing it says is devote yourself to prayer and be thankful. Like, develop a, a thankful heart. And that's where joy comes from in our life. That's where peace comes from in our life, as we are thankful to God for what he's done for us and his presence with us. And we can cultivate that through prayer by this continual conversation with him as we go through our day. So everybody just try something with me real quick. Some of you know I like to do this. This is the one, one of the ways I pray during the day is just take a deep breath. Now breathe that out. Try it again. When you did that, did anybody recognize you had some tension in your body? Maybe some fear or anxiety? Often we carry around this kind of low-grade anxiety with us. And breathing is a way of praying, of breathing in God's presence, saying, God, I'm going to remember you're with me right now. Because if you put your faith in Jesus, his Holy Spirit's always with you. And you can always draw from his love. And then you breathe out whatever burden or fear or anxiety you're carrying. And then it can help you begin to connect with him. So sometimes you're going through your day when you find yourself all stressed out, like just take a step back and breathe. <laughs> and use that way of breathing as a way of beginning to pray to God and having a conversation with him. So that's a really simple way you can do that. Um, and then when he says be devoted to prayer, being watchful and thankful, like being devoted, I don't know what you think in your life, what do you think I'd be like you're devoted to? Like, if you're devoted to your job, what do you do? You show up and you, <laughs> and you do, you do the job. Like, you're devoted to getting better at it. It takes practice, right? Like, why do we think we can become good at praying if we don't, we're not devoted to it? So we actually have to practice and learn 
how to pray. Actually, Jesus' disciples, they saw him praying all the time. He'd go alone to be with his father, and they said, Lord, teach us to pray like you. And he was like, oh, okay, I'd love to teach you how to do that. I'd love to teach you how to connect with my, my father in heaven. And so we can begin to follow Jesus' example. And we're, we're not perfect like Jesus was. And if Jesus needed to spend time alone, devoted to his Father, like learning to listen to his Father in heaven for his direction in life, how much more do we, as imperfect and broken as we are? When I, when I get up in the morning and I spend the first part of my day in prayer, it like reorients me because sometimes I'm just, I don't know about you, I'm just messed up inside. Like I just feel fragmented and broken and I'm carrying around all this stuff, and I just, like, need to breathe that out. And prayer is like this recentering. And so we actually need to be devoted to it. Like, to, and I would encourage you, Jesus teaches to, to find a place and, and find, like, a time that you can be dedicated to, like, spending alone with God and being devoted to him. Some people, like, I, I was watching Bella's videos on Takeover Tuesday. She's not a morning person. She loves to spend time at night before she goes to bed. I, if I don't get up and spend time alone first thing in the day, it just doesn't happen. So I've just learned that about myself. I'm not a morning person either, but I've developed that discipline. But you need to develop a plan to be devoted to prayer. It won't happen. And then you pray as you go, like during the day when you feel anxious or a friend tells you about something that is going wrong in their life. You, you just live more and more a life of prayer. And Jesus said, don't make it, make it complicated. Like don't babble on and on. Like God already knows what you need. He gives us a simple pattern to pray. And, and so I've, I've put like a, kind of a, an, an acronym there for pray that helps you to learn how to pray if that's a new discipline to you. Or if you feel confused, this happens for me a lot, is like I'll get up to spend my quiet time with God in the morning. And sometimes I just am so scattered, like I'm, I'm ADD. I don't know any ADD people in the world. And so quieting my, my mind can be difficult. So having a pattern to fall back on where I like start with thanking God for who he is and things he's done for me and things I'm grateful for in my life. And then like actually searching my heart and repenting. Like these are some things I know that are messed up in my life right now that I need to tell Jesus I need him for, or I'm sorry for. And the Bible says when we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But sometimes we just carry around that stuff. And we are like, we just tell our friends, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with this we never confess it, and we don't repent from it. Like, actually asking God to show us what's the better thing I could be doing instead of this thing I know that's killing me. <laughs> um, and so spending time in repentance, and then asking for your needs, like your daily bread, like bringing those before God, asking him to fill you with the power of the Spirit for your day, and to lead you, and guide you, and asking for your friends that you could share the love of Christ with. Like, ask, like they were talking about asking for opportunity, and then it's being watchful. So this, the second part of this verse is it says, uh, be watchful and let your life be seasoned with salt. So you always are ready to give a response to everyone. And so when we're watching in our life for people that are open to us, um, I actually don't think it's best unless the Holy Spirit just really leads you to do this to like when you first meet someone to like just share the gospel with them, like actually get to know their story. Like, start a conversation with them. Find out about what they, who they are, what they, what they care about. Like, genuinely love them. And so, like, that acronym at the bottom, SALT, like, when you start a conversation with someone and you ask questions and you listen to them, you learn about their story, uh, and then you tell them your story about how Jesus has made a difference in your life, you'll see who is receptive to you, like, who's open to more of a conversation. 
Like, Jesus never trained his disciples to go out on a street corner with a sign and say, turn or burn. Like, he never did that. And so he, this is Paul training the church to be prayerful, to be watchful and, and thankful, to live a life that makes other people curious about what you believe, by the way you serve and love people, by your devotion to your faith, and then to watch for people that are open to you. Like, and there's three places to do that. Like on the back of your sheet, I'm, I'm just kind of giving you this toolbox really quick. Uh, but on the back of your, there's three places all of us go every day. There's our first place, which is where we live. Your, your home, your apartment complex, your dorm, the people you're around, that's the first place where you are. Your second place is where you work. And you spend a lot of time there, unless you're Grog Vogel and you work one hour a day. But, you know, there's uh, not all the time, Greg. I'm just giving you a hard time. But the second place is where we work, and we rub shoulders with people. And our third place is, like, where we go for fun. Like, maybe yours coffee shop or your gym or your sports team or whatever it is. Um, And as you watch for who's open to you in relationship in those places, like you can say, hey, I'd love to go grab a coffee with you. You can begin praying for people in those places and then watching who is open and receptive to your faith in those places. And that's where you're going to have the best opportunity to share the gospel through a trusting, loving relationship where someone wants to know about the hope that you have in Christ. And then there are times when God sends us on a mission and we're sharing our faith with people that we don't know or we haven't met. Or, you know, there are times the Holy Spirit leads us to do that, and we need to follow him. But it's, it, that all comes out of a life of prayer that we cultivate. So I want to encourage you to grow in your practice of prayer. That's what we're going to be talking about tonight. You're going to have a chance to get to know each other at tables a little bit, just share about who you are. Practice being a good listener. Like, at your tables... Our job is not to talk at each other, okay? Uh, And that's often how people share their faith. You see the other one where it's like, tell your opinion, then argue, then say it louder, and then if you don't get your way, you quit. Like, that's not what we want. We're not here for, like, theological arguments. We're, We're here to get to know each other, to love each other, to listen to each other, and encourage each other to grow in relationship with Jesus wherever you're starting. And there might be people here that are just checking out church or coming back to church from some church hurt. And if that's you, I, I'm really glad you you gave us a, a try. That, that's a lot of courage to come to a new community. And so we want to be a place that lifts each other up towards the purpose that Jesus has for our life. So as you're going to talk at your tables, um, just, you know, share from your perspective. Beware of using, like, you need to language, share your personal, like I think, <laughs> this is my experience. Um, and then just, you know, get to know each other, encourage each other. There, we have a guide in the tables that's going to walk you through the conversation with some leaders. And we are going to split up, so we're going to shift around a little bit right now. So the way we're going to do this is leaders, um, we might have to, like, uh, kind of split up in some leaders. You might have to go to a different group than you were assigned uh, tonight, just based on the numbers, and I know we had some leaders out, but the guys are going to head out across the hall um, into the chapel, and the girls are going to stay in here, and generally, we want to try to help you meet people in your stage of life, um, and don't go yet. I'm going to pray before we go, but uh, so we're going to have like the 18 to 22 kind of age range on this side of the room for the girls, 22 to 26 will be here, and then 27 and up will be on this side of the room. Um, and we're trying to have discussions around six to eight people so people can have a chance to share. Um, and then, guys, you guys can break it up how, 
kind of similarly on, on the other side of the chapel. But I'd love to pray for us as we head in this conversation. Thank you guys for being here, and I, I think it's going to be an awesome night. So let's pray. Father, I thank you for everybody here. I thank you that you know their story, that you love them, and that you died and rose again for them to come into your kingdom now and forever. So I pray that you would teach us by your spirit how to be your disciples, to share our faith in a way that draws other people to you, that we would be like salt and light in a dark world that gives other people hope of a better way. And God, I just feel really clearly right now your Holy Spirit wants to really touch the lives of those who are struggling with not knowing what to do for their jobs. I know I talk to so many young adults that are struggling with purpose and struggling with um, just paying the bills and and just what to do with their future. And so right now, God, I pray that you would just touch their heart and let them know that they're not alone, that you see them, and that you are a good father that will provide for them. Would you give them peace and perspective? And would you give them clarity about how you're leading them forward? Give them people in their life they can talk to and encourage them. Uh, and open up doors that they haven't seen before. And God, I pray for the courage for them to persevere and to trust you. We give you this in Jesus' name. Amen.